Hi, and welcome to the Jim Miller Podcast. On tonight's podcast, we're going to go over the results from Bell in Brazil. Uh, we're also going to go over UFC 221 that's down in Perth, uh, Australia. Uh, we go off on a couple of little tangents tonight, nothing too crazy. Uh, so I hope you enjoy. Have a good one. Fights. We got uh, 221 this weekend uh, down in Australia. Uh, we had the fights in Bellum last weekend. I'm sure there's going to be a ranch or two from my father, like there always is. Damn skip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's got plenty to rant he about is. this week. Yeah, yeah. He, you can see him. He's all ranted <laughs> up. Um, and uh, yeah, there was something else I wanted to talk. I don't know. I'll, it'll come to me. But. Uh, Let's get – we can get right into the fights from, from last week. Uh, Could you put them up I on the I will put them up. I'll put them up on the screen for you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know. Uh, Machida Anders. You know, that fight was a lot closer than uh, I had expected it to be. Machida ended up pulling out a split decision. Anders only had a couple of fights going into that. I mean, this was a – they didn't really put a lot of guys or a lot of fighters that uh, they've built up on this card. And it seems like they've done that with the last few. And I know that they're international cards, um, and that's kind of what they do sometimes with that stuff. But uh, it, I don't know. I mean, there are only a handful of fighters on there that I've I've seen fight. Listen, time's going to kind of shake out who Anders is, but I yeah. feel like he was brought in to make Machida look good. And I think Machida's at the twilight of his career, and he's cashing in while he can. Um, I don't ever see Machida having a belt again. I don't ever see Machida being relevant in the division again. Um, you really don't like him. No, well, I mean, it's <laughs> true, and I don't think we have to sugarcoat it. No. And uh, and maybe Anders has a future. Listen, Machida's still a Machida, right? He's still a tough fight. He's, yeah. He's never going to be an easy fight for anybody, but they they weren't throwing Machida to the wolves on this one either. No. He was fighting in Brazil, and this was a uh, this was a victory lap. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I that's how I see it. Um, and he it and it was close. I mean. It was I, – I don't like it when, you know, uh, when it's a split decision, you get a lot of people, oh, well, you know, like – or they when it's – sorry, rather, when it's when it's uh, 29-28, people are always – or that score. I know this was a five-round fight. But um, when it's that score, people are like, oh, well, it was a close and it's robbery and all that shit. Close fight's a close fight, you know, and you have to go – into the judge's decision prepared unless, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's why I fight the way that I fight. Um, so that if that happens to me, so that if I have that close fight, it's going to be easier to handle losing the close fight. If my corner had to help me up than it is, if I'm running around the octagon doing pushups and squat thrusts and stuff. You know, because then you're like, well, I, 
I still have something in the yeah. tank, uh, and that sucks. You know why the why the hell are you gonna why are you gonna do that? Let, so let me showcase all the energy that I could have yeah that I could have used in the fight. Out there. I got you. Um, but you know, I mean, that's a, a close fight's a close fight, and it really it doesn't. You know, you have to expect it could go either way, and I'm sure that Anders thought he he won the fight. I know it. Saw something posting that he, that he said he thought they won the fight. He won the fight, but, um, you know, in one, did he watch the fight? Because they look different on the outside than they do on the inside. <laughs> uh, but to, you know, I mean, it's uh, we've gone over it before that it's up to three people, right. three people's decisions. So plus, also, I mean, Anders knows that he's coming in and he's fighting <laughs> Machida. It's an uphill yeah. battle, no in matter Brazil. what you yeah. do. Yeah, you're you're fighting Machida, so. Unless you finish him, unless you submit him, you should never think that you won the fight. If you're, it's like he wasn't fighting the champ per se, but but basically, hmm. right? You got to beat Machida. Can't decision him. Yeah, that's true. Um, the uh, the co-main event, uh, <coughs> Shevchenko <coughs> against Priscilla. I, I'm not even gonna try her last name. <coughs> uh. <laughs> 200, 230 strikes to three. Let the let the old man Two, loose because yeah. I agree yeah. with him on 233 and Dick Bag Dana doesn't oh. make any response. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were going to go about it classy. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to take <laughs> no, the no, gloves no. off no. there. Wow. He blames, he blames wow. it all on the ref. Like well, he had nothing to do with that. Honestly. That you put her in he, there with her. Honestly. Awful matchmaking. Terrible matchmaker. He's not the matchmaker. Well, he could have said no. He's not the matchmaker. Well, then he shouldn't come out and open his mouth after the only the fact one, be like, he, he should only criticize one. Yamasaki and right. what's his name? The matchmaker. Yeah. Right. Well, the problem. And the corner the, people the thing is, and is everybody else. The fight could have ended. The fight could have ended. The, the ref could have stopped, stopped the fight. Uh, he, he said, you know, like, oh, well, every time I went to, to stop the fight, she – did something to, you know, keep moving, try to uh, get to a better position. She was intelligently defending herself. Uh, I blame her corner more than somebody who, you know, the matchmaker or or Dana. I don't think that Dana had anything to. It's a it's a co-main event. He okays the main events at least he used to but um you know everything else it's it's up to the matchmaker's job that's that's their that's what their job is and okay well yeah well, then you know shevchenko shevchenko is kind of you know she he didn't say it anything was not, about the matchmaking he just said about the referee that's all he said well he I, if say, she went in there if she went in there and she got head kicked and went unconscious for two minutes, would you be complaining about the matchmaking? I yeah. think I think we, we were still complaining would, to before. be fair. Yeah. We, we complained we before the last match. I know you complained before the match. But we complained before. It was a mismatch. It was a mismatch. It totally was. Uh and and I and I agree with you on that, but I don't I don't think that uh I think I mean honestly I think that Well he just needs to keep his pie hole. Honestly, shut. if if you're the corner and that first round goes down and it's like, okay, well, you need to pull yourself out of this hole. 
Like, if you fall, if you start getting your fucking ass handed to you again like that, we're throwing in the towel. Right. You know, I mean, because it was pretty brutal. <laughs> I, I think Yamasaki, in you know. in my mind, watching it hindsight, should have stopped the fight. But I think to give Yamasaki the benefit of the doubt that we're dealing with athletes at the highest level. The UFC is the pinnacle, it's the top, it's the Major League Baseball, it's the NFL. Mm -hmm. And that these athletes that he's watching perform are at the highest level and need to be given the benefit of the doubt. So if he gives a command and she is responding and she responds and she's continuing to defend, then because of this isn't an amateur fight. This is the highest level. He's got to let the athlete try and fight out. Yeah. At some point, she's probably not fighting out. And I think you're right that the corner maybe should have stopped it. But I don't think Yamasaki gets killed for this fight the way he is. Right? Uh, I, I guess at some point we knew she wasn't going to win and maybe he could have stopped the damage. She's she's obviously tough. But she's the highest level. So yeah. if, if in the if, if she pulled out well, a submission... She's fighting at the highest she level is. against... One of the women who is the highest is level. the highest, you know, is the it, future champ of the <laughs> of the of the division. All I'm saying is Priscilla gets lucky and rolls an armbar, and suddenly Yamasaki's exactly. off the table. You know, and there was maybe it was a small chance, but there was a chance of that happening. There was a chance, and, and I mean that's usually usually it, it it seems like you you know the 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 fighters that get that little bit extra. Because there are definitely fighters that seem to get a little bit extra time. You, they earn it, <laughs> you know. Uh, like a uh, like a Frankie Edgar. Refs aren't hopping right in because they know that they know that his they've seen him recover. They've seen his ability to recover. They've seen his ability to get out of that spot and come back and win. This was like. I mean, it was like he'd seen Priscilla practically die and come back. And I mean, it, it was she got thumped up. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on them, it's you're gonna roll the dice either way. You're gonna have yeah. people that are disappointed if you don't protect the fighters and you let it go too far. But on the other end, I mean, the amount of outrage there has been over the years about questionable stoppages mm. or early stoppages. You know, people lose their minds over that. So. You can't win when you're I, in there making the decision. I was, I, and I know that there's yeah. there are extremes in either case where it makes sense and, and they're obviously right, but it's it's tough to see where that line is drawn sometimes. And just like just like fighters, how fighters earn that opportunity to get a little bit more to to get that extra opportunity to pull themselves out of that. Certain referees tend to make mistakes and He's one of them. Yeah, he, he's now, if I remember correctly, I think Yamasaki was the referee in Rousey McMahon fight. I don't know. I don't think Dana bitched about him stopping that fight early. I mean, that I was know. just a knee, and she fell, and oh, fight's over. Mm. We're done. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he was <laughs> he was the ref that uh, when I when I choked out uh, Yancey. Uh, <laughs> left him on top of me. <laughs> uh, I was just looking at a picture of that of that fight the other day. Uh, that was probably the weirdest moment of my career. <laughs> just just leaving him there. 
didn't even didn't even try to roll them off of me. Just uh, <laughs> just hang out. Let them come <laughs> too, you know. Like <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a dick and like shove them, you know. I mean, it was, it was snoring on me. <laughs> um. Yeah, but that was weird. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's made mistakes in the past, and and that's that I think is one of the the, the problems with it. And he's not hired by the UFC. He's hired by the commissions. Just like the judges are, referees are hired by the commission. The UFC has nothing to do with it. They can't even, they can't even recommend referees. Well, they shouldn't be allowed to. Um, exactly. So, <laughs> but uh, referees should be held accountable, and they should. Yes. In this instance, if Yamasaki continues to fuck up, which it seems like he has, then he's got to be sent to <coughs> additional training, or he's got to be removed. Yeah. Now let me ask a question. I might be incredibly stupid. Yeah, or, or maybe it's not, but I'll throw <laughs> it out there anyway. Do the referees have access to – because, I mean, when you look at the numbers right now, that's that's glaring when you see that 230 to 3 and 95 to 2 on the significant. Do they have access to that? So is that something like after round one they're taking a look at it and like, okay, you know, this girl is – this woman is taking 60 significant strikes in one round, like – are they able to see numerically that built up damage that she's taking? No. Okay. No, they're they're I don't I don't think so at least. And I don't think they should be able to cuz yeah. what and, constitutes and that, a significant strike? And that, and that strike. was going to yeah, be my as next follow up. As a as a referee that has the ability to to ref these fights closer than anyone. Yeah, you right. should be able to see, you know, better than Somebody that sometimes makes mistakes calling significant strikes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are, we, are we on? Are you we, see, you we, us? We are, and the Coyote Whisperer has been called out again. Herb Dean was the ref anything. for yeah. for Rousey. Oh, was it yeah. yeah. Thank you, Bill. And <laughs> the Coyote Whisperer falls. The coyote whisperer. <laughs> I know it was the other guy that made a lot of mistakes. Uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I hope it sticks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, relatively pretty, pretty good card. Um, what was uh the next one is two twenty one. I'm up. excited for two twenty one. That's a good card. It is a good card. Um, you know, it's the the way they throw out these interim belts is a little bit. I, I get it. This was a title fight, and the champ pulled out. This is the instance where I feel like it should happen. I agree. Um, but when it happens in every other opportunity that, you know, they could have. But then you look at, I don't think Frankie's is. is Frankie's is in an interim, is it? No. I don't think so. No. no. So what's the difference? What's the difference between... This fight and Frankie's. Because the champ is retired, right? Didn't St. Pierre retire? Yeah, but they gave the belt to, uh, what's his face? Oh. Uh, Gastelum? No. no Whitaker. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit different. It's a little weird, you know, that he was he was an interim, and then he was, you know, the, the champ retired again or whatever 
But still, it's the same exact situation. The champ pulled out of the fight. Right. And now you take the one fight and you make it an interim belt, and the other one you don't. It doesn't really make much sense to me. You know? Uh, Holloway pulled out of the fight. Frankie was preparing for a title fight. The only thing I would say as a fan, I think UL and Rockhold are both at the top of the division, right? Like, I think that Frankie and Ortega are at the top of the division <laughs> as well. I think they are. I'm not. I'm not sure they're at that same top. <laughs> they're not at the very, the very pinnacle. Just well, okay. Ortega That's isn't two. What? Ortega isn't two. No, I don't know what Ortega. What is I think he? He's what is six, he ranked? Five, six. Uh, I don't know. That the win over Cub. I still had to move him up, up pretty five well. Or six. He might be two because he's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're just make believe anyway. It's just make believe. Yeah. Well, you're number two hey, now because we want to put you main card. Here you go. It's like at the deli where you just pick a number. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not very nice, Pat. <laughs> I thought he was five that's or true. six. Uh, he is three. Three. So I th- I can go into here. Uh, I always miss the rankings button. Hmm. I'm going to look at the fighters. Yeah, so he's... You have fucking Aldo, Frankie, Ortega. So, like I said, they're at the top. And you have... not the very tippy-top. <coughs> Fact. So, so you have so one... one two you have yeah, two, one three. fighter in there. That's exactly. A, that there's, is, there, hey, there's the top. There is a difference. That is, <laughs> that's a fact. There is Unlike a the Coyote Whisper, I have been... There, there is correct. a difference, but it's still bullshit. It's one spot. It's spot. still bullshit. Can we talk about Yoel Romero's traps? Like, if <laughs> I could take another man's body part, I don't know how. They don't appear natural. God damn, that man has sexy shoulders. And I don't even feel weird saying it. You shouldn't. No. You shouldn't feel weird saying that. That, That is a very astute observation, Patrick. Yoel Romero is a different level athlete. And anybody that fights him has a chance like, I like to say, oh, you know, if they fought 10 times, nobody beats Yoel Romero 10, ten times, times out no. of 10. Nobody. No. He's a he's a, an athletic nightmare to deal with. Might be. Might be pharmaceutically enhanced. Oh. I don't like to throw out claims. That, that is not fact-based at all. Yeah, it's not fact-based. Look at the dude. He's 40 fucking years old. And look, <laughs> look at those traps. Look at that. Look at that. The only, like... <coughs> I I I don't like that. I'm I apologize. I apologize to Romero yeah. for that. I'm sorry. And yo, I, I, didn't, I became I didn't say you know that. You, yo. if you hang around long enough, you become what you hate. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't like that. I don't. I don't either. Um, but I yeah, wanted, I wanted him here so I could ask about his trap workout. Yeah. And now he's probably yeah. not going to come on. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh, he probably just does the same thing that Danny does. <laughs> he just does a lot of shrugs. Yeah, a lot of shrugs. I don't know. Every day, shoulder day. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a it's a good fight. I mean, I th- Rockhold has the ability to beat him, but I, you know, I think that when Rockhold beat Weidman, Weidman looked like shit. Well, he had a I little. He that. had a little bit of a slide there, you know. I mean, he came back out of it, and uh, but 
I think that was probably the the worst I've ever seen him perform, and that was the first fight that we couldn't IV and all that stuff. And um, I think that took a little bit out. Of, I think it took a lot out of everybody, to be perfectly honest. But uh, I, I think I think Yoel is going to beat him. I have to agree with you 100%. Yeah. And Yoel's just going to catch him. And the, the problem with that is that he is like a legitimate – I mean, he, he pretty much cheats every fight. Like any opportunity. Stoolgate is like <laughs> – Stoolgate pisses me off more than just about any other – thing that happened in a fight that I you know like can you go into Stoolgate first Stoolgate is when he fought more than when he fought Tim Florian Kevin Kennedy the cage? yes huh. what yes, yes. Yeah. yeah wow no I mean cause that was it was like well, now, it was now, blatant yeah it was, it was I mean totally just blatant. super blatant and <laughs> you know I mean it, it had a serious effect on the fight Oh, definitely. I mean, if he got up off, the, it was like fight was over. Should have been it was over. like forty seconds or something. Like, I mean, it was like there was a good amount of time that maybe not forty seconds, but that it matters. It matters because it's like the difference between when you're when if your heart rate is one hundred and eighty beats per minute, eighty five. You know, like you're in a round. It's usually not getting too much higher. You're <laughs> kind of fucked up, exploding. Well, I mean. It, as an athlete, you get it up there, but uh, I don't know if you would know anything about that, Pat. But <laughs> yeah, I, got, uh, I, guarantee I got my heart rate thing on yeah. here from my watch, and I was at like 242 <laughs> based on a little misread. Mike and I have I, triple I, I the heart rate picture. data that you yeah. do. Yeah. Triple the heart rate triple. data that you do. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> We've graphs, motherfucker. Sure thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, have so you ever I, even worn a heart rate monitor? Yes, I have. Do you own a heart rate monitor? I do, yeah. When's the last do. time you put it on? It's been a while. Yeah, where is it it's right now? Could you uh, even find it? No, probably not. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I'm not, I have, I'm not facts, using it right now. Facts, I'm not using it right now. I've also I've used a, a heart rate uh, variance. Yeah, what's your heart rate variance? It all depends on, well, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> it's like graphed out. Uh, but I understand. But there's an average. There's your baseline. There's a few again. Training it's not hard. something that. It's not something that. Either it way, changes on a either regular way, basis. Either you don't way, know what I'm, you're talking I'm about. You're sounding like an imbecile <laughs> to all the listeners. That's Bill's not true. Probably Bill. That's don't not true. go. Bill, Bill, don't go. Bill, Stay you know here. what I'm. You know what I'm talking about. Bill knows. You know what, you know what I'm talking about, Bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. You dick. <laughs> Stoolgate. Stoolgate. Yeah. Circle back. So, don't call me we, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you twat. <laughs> um, when we, I was doing a lot of heart rate uh, work and you know monitoring and stuff like that, um, the the difference between fifteen to twenty seconds is as in when when you're prepared to fight, it's huge. It's fucking huge. If you go too deep or deeper than you're comfortable with for that one minute of recovery time. It only takes an extra 15, 20 seconds to get your heart rate back into the 130s where you start to get comfortable again. Um, That's actually one of the things Hickson, when he talked about his breathing, he said that part of his success was because he was able to do his breathing and bring his heart rate down quicker than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So he was able to last longer and be fresher 
coming out of it's, rounds. It's very important, and I've I've done I've done testing, Pat. Yeah. Testing. Okay. Um, must be nice. Yeah. I'm sure, Bill knows. Hickson uh, knows. <laughs> I know Hickson knows. I'm not so sure you do. <laughs> you know, I pff, we're gonna have him on. I'm gonna get Rooney on here because that's we did that stuff. Every time I went in, we do the heart rate variant stuff. Would you predict the workout that you were going to have off of your heart rate variance? Um, well, because you should. Yes, we would. Um, we would. We were doing that, and then that's when we were doing. Uh, it was before the Diaz fight was the one that we did a lot, and <coughs> we were doing sessions. Uh, where it was like really trying to drive my heart rate up. Um for a five round workout and then we were mapping it out how long it took me to bring my heart rate back down so it was in the beginning of the 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 camp uh we were i was taking off two minutes between rounds to get it back down into the 130s and then obviously as we approached the fight got shorter and shorter so you still haven't talked about heart rate variance and how that plays a fact. Well, because as a professional fighter, and I've had I don't the, I've I had don't the full crazy I Texan. I feel like a crazy I don't, Texan. I don't <laughs> think you understand heart rate variance. <laughs> I do understand heart rate variance. Heart rate variance is the the variance in the time in between your beats of your heart. You are true. So what does it indicate? It indicates if your nervous system is fatigued or not. Damn it, he understands it. <laughs> Good, Jim. <laughs> I know out. what the fuck I'm talking about, you dick bag. <laughs> are you looking at Martin Rooney's notes right now? No, I'm not looking at it. All so right, on, on I know screen, what it there's is. There's a Google search for heart rate variance. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like we could see that screen, you dick. <laughs> you, you fucking you nailed twat. it. You nailed it. You got called out and you nailed it. Fact. But the thing was, is that I never in the in the 12 weeks, well, I was thir- like 13 weeks that we were doing that. The the program that we were using worked off of an iPhone, so it was a little reader that plugged into the iPhone and then it would sync up with my uh, band, you know. Um, most of it, you know, you had green, yellow, red. I never got to. Like red, it never told me not to train. Hmm. On a couple occasions, it told me to take it a little bit easier, but it never told me not to train. So, there's that. It's pretty interesting when it you probably would have on like Fridays or Saturdays, because Fridays were my shitty day and I wasn't doing it like on Saturday. But it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Science. Science. We understand science here. At least I do. I'm glad you passed the test. <laughs> I listen to science the whole time we run. Like yeah. The heart rate king listen. over here. Yeah. Ask I love me where it. I'm at. <laughs> I love it. It is, you know, it is important. I, we, I've done, I've done VO2 max testing and stuff like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Jesus Christ. Um, and it's, it's important to a degree, I think, in my sport. It's important to a degree. Uh, it's good to know that type of stuff. It's good to know, you know, wh- what it's supposed to feel like and how you're supposed to, you know, to use it to, to learn how to calm yourself down and all that stuff. But 
you're not going to be able you're not going to be afforded certain luxuries inside the cage inside the excuse me inside the octagon no but i i think that anybody who's seriously training who's not starting to dive into things like heart rate variance mm-hmm. and you know taking that training to the next level anybody could come in and and go as hard as you can for five minutes and then lift as much weight as you can for six reps yeah. it's just the technology is changing with how easy you have access to heart rate yeah. monitors and even like training is changing like I, yeah. i've been lifting with billy and like we don't billy doesn't do three sets of 10 he understands that it's the goal is an ultra marathon and we're doing some stability stuff and it's like it's changed the way I walk around yeah. and how good I feel like during the day. And maybe that was available back when I was swimming in college, but, and I didn't have access to it, but yeah. I don't think so. It's, I think we've gotten better at understanding how lifting and how, how training ties into the sport more yeah. than has ever been. Yeah. And, I, it, and I it's a huge true. difference. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, like we did that the um the VO two max and I found out that my VO two max is pathetic. <laughs> it is it is like a mediocre high school athlete pathetic. <laughs> but my ability to metabolize lactic acid is through the roof. So if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. <laughs> Take your voice. So, yeah. So, so like, the doctor's like, yeah. Like, you'll uh, you'll never, ever be, like, a cyclist. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to be a cyclist. You know? But, like, he, you learned about, like, okay, well, you know, uh, certain athletes are, are good at typically, you know, have a, have a, uh, a better VO2 max. You know, mine was like, a, I don't know. 4,700 or whatever, you know, however it is, it was like 47 or Dan's was actually better than mine. Dan's VO2, VO2 max was better than mine. And there is not a time in my life that I felt like Dan had better, better cardio than I did. I've always felt like that could outdo him, but his VO2 max is better than mine. So it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. He should have been able to out. I mean, barely better than mine. Like he was pathetic too. I mean, that's what you get when you, Swim in the shallow end of the gene pool. But <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't attack your mother. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. We we ran some mine was probably off the we charts. Were, yeah. We were we were. Training. What's that? Mine was probably off the charts. Your what? Your VO two max? Yeah, guaranteed. Oh yeah. And my lactic acid burn was lactic probably acid ten. <laughs> mine was probably ten times better than yours. Okay. Probably. I bet. I bet twenty. Don't don't yeah. sell yourself yeah, short. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh huh. Really. Really. Yeah. Okay. Really. Okay. I mean, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Okay. But I bet you still, I could swing a hammer and drive up higher more times than you. Swing over your head. You get a. You'll get a burn in your shoulder or forearm, and I wouldn't. Okay. Guaranteed. But that that has nothing to do with your VO2 max. Can we just say the old man gets a lot of shit, but in high school, it's pretty badass. Not in high, high school. school. Not in high school. Yes. When in high we, school, when he we was, were in high school. Oh, when we were in yeah, high school. When we were, when in, we high were school, in high school. Yes. No, at that point, he wasn't a bad. Like when we were in grade school. I didn't know him. Then. When we were in grade school, he was a pretty. He was 
kind of badass. <laughs> kind of badass. <laughs> I, there are a couple things. There are a couple things, and I, his head's gonna give swell. Him, give him his I had due. to. I had to put him, him on the due. small camera because uh, you'll see his head get bigger and no, bigger I'm on the small and camera. bigger. Yeah, I had to. I had to move you over. <laughs> Millers have large heads to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> we were gonna. We wanted to make a T-shirt that said, uh, "My da- my dad carried a f- uh, 800 pound beam, and I watched." Because he used to, you know, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. <laughs> so, <laughs> framing some of the houses, uh, we would never get a backfill. And and if we did, it was shit. So, uh, we'd be able to get the rough terrain forklift into one corner of the house. And then you got to move a 40-foot fucking, what the hell were they? What, they were the beams? Yeah. They were 40 14 fr- by nine and a half. Yeah, 14 by nine and a half. So it was, we weighed it. We cut off a foot and weighed it, and a foot of it was, yeah, like 19 something. So it was a 800 fucking pound beam. And he used to cinch his tool belt tight and fucking find the center and pick that bitch up and fucking shuffle across a, a, a stone floor and lean it up and put the beam on the other end where it needed to go. I have to and say, it was stupid. other than the feet itself, the cinching of the tool belt, like it was some, <laughs> some fucking strong was, man weight belt was my favorite part. And like, fucking, this if I had my hat, where's my hat? This is going to make it, it all right. It was, uh, what's his face? It was fucking, it was some uh, Sylvester Stallone fucking over the top. That was his, that was his, I turned the switch on. That's what he did. He fucking cinched the tool belt and then he did something stupid where he almost died. So you can make fun of the old man, but. Back in the day, Back I don't the think day. there's a ton of humans walking around that were functionally stronger than he was. There's Probably not, not but look at, not. look at now I'll put that's him on the big it, camera. That's in the top now 2% I'll put, Now I'll put people. him on the big camera. <laughs> he was a freak. <laughs> look, look at, dude, stand, up, stand up and do a twirl for everybody. He's like a fucking orangutan. <laughs> I bet you he still put 600 pounds on his shoulder. No, I don't Come think on. so anymore. <laughs> Let's do it. Do Let's not, test I it. I could do 600 no, pounds. I don't think so, Dad. Come I on. I could do a 600 pound beam. No, not anymore. Not at 61. Diesel and I both weigh yeah. right around 200 pounds. I'm going to hold him tight and he's going to put us <laughs> on your shoulder. It's not happening. This will be like the eighth time that I almost saw my dad die. <laughs> it's happened. It's only eight. It's probably more than that. I, wanted I, think to- I, only work, I only work with him for like five years, and I think my number is like 80. There were a few. There were a few. Uh we got sidetracked hard there. We did, yeah, we did. <laughs> now you going back to Stoolgate? You never finished that story. People don't know what it was. It was when Romero wouldn't get off of his stool at the uh, right. in the Tim Kennedy fight and bought himself extra time, and then ended up TKO and Kennedy. Right, he has his corner round. always throws water on him. Yeah, after when yeah. they pull the stool out, they throw water yeah. on him. Then they got to towel him off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bullshit. So yeah, back to that. Now that I'm, I, I don't like it. I, I plus the hell with their heart rate off. stuff. Everybody should just train like Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt is one. Coca- of, Coca- he's not water. worried about his heart rate. He's Coconut in water. the top, man. He is one of my top fighters of all time. I fucking love Mark Hunt. He's pretty Hands awesome. down. I would love to drink a beer with him. I bet he's awesome. He fucking fights. Who's cooler than Mark Hunt? Honestly, nobody. 
Nobody. <laughs> Especially that little Dick Jim Miller. Yeah, of course yeah. not. <laughs> it's Who? not even yeah. fair to mention those two yeah. in the same sentence. He's, he's reti- that guy's re- he's retired now. Uh, when did you retire? Uh, Let me put it this way. If Mark Hunt called me well, to be on his podcast. You don't have a fight coming up, right? Yeah, no. You did retire, didn't you? Apparently. I must have been forced to retire. Uh, <laughs> um, Atlantic City cards filling up fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hunt is fighting Curtis Blades, uh, and he, here's another. I mean, Blades is ranked number nine, and he's got three wins in the UFC. He's got well. There's nobody in heavyweight. That's the problem. So can we get you up to heavyweight? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, and there was a, uh, another one, uh, another guy like that, another fellow, uh, Pedro, Tyson Pedro, um, ranked number 13 at 205 and he's two and one in the UFC. And he's got a win over Paul Craig, who's one and two, I believe. Um, and Khalil Roundtree Jr. Roundtree, not round, Roundtree, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't really get, I don't really get it. Well, the thing know. is, there's, there's what, 25 heavyweights on the roster? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, so you got to rank some of them. I know, but it's <laughs> just, it, it, it baffles me, it, it, it bottles my mind, it puts my mind in a bottle. Well, see, that's what sucks. You know? Came from a low gene pool and you're just yeah, average. Seriously, yeah. The, the only five foot eight, one hundred. The 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 athletics. I got the, like the athletic genes that were available to me, and all the athletes from my family tree are five foot. How old, how tall is Aunt Kathy? Five foot six. Five foot six. Maybe six. Uncle yeah. Mike's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's shorter. He's five. He's, five. <laughs> well, he's he's shorter <laughs> like you. You used to be six four, and now you're <laughs> six one because of compression. Um. But yeah, it it yeah it's it just it just is crazy to me, and I get it. You know, like you said, certain divisions. It's, and being a lightweight where there's like ninety five of us, um. But I can't remember. I I can't remember how many fights it took me to get ranked in the top fifteen. But I, I think it was quite a few. It was it was a few. Cause in the UFC. Yes, in the UFC. <laughs> well, they didn't rank. <laughs> no, in reality fighting. They didn't rank when you were when you were on a seven fight win streak. You weren't there. Would UFC there wasn't any ranking. No, when I was on a seven fight win streak, I was, was nine. I was nine and one in the UFC, and I was ranked like three or four. Not in the UFC. They didn't yes. have rankings then. You were ranked three or four no. on. Fight matrix yeah, or whatever it right. was, but yeah, they didn't have yeah they didn't have these didn't rankings. Have rankings so. But it still took it still took a while to no, no. to get there. You know, I think it I think it took a solid like six wins in the UFC to get to get in like the top twenty. Yeah, but the fifty five pound division has always been deeper. Than I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's it, that's why it, that's why it is weird to me 
how someone can be two and one, you know, or three and one. And, I mean, being three and one but then in he- at heavyweight, and you're ranked in the top ten. What was – what was somebody like – what was Melendez? What was his ranking at when he was at that <laughs> He stage? didn't have any fights in the UFC, and he was ranked number three. Right, but, like, <laughs> what, wasn't he at, like, one and two or two and one, and he, and he was still in that top ten, was he not? I think he's uh, – I don't really feel like looking it up here. <laughs> uh, at lightweight, I thought he was, like, one and four. Four or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I thought that he was still ranked up there, um, at least with. And he know, was no, he was still a few losses. On he was still belt. ranked pretty. That's not. Can't get really. What? Did I spell it Gibbler? Because at this stage, <laughs> if they bring somebody in that's from the old Gibbler, <laughs> the old that's from Gibbler. elsewhere that has some hype behind them, doesn't it just support them and allow them to be able to sell well, fights a little bit easier like, if they? Slap a number on it that makes things look a little bit more impressive. It, yes, exactly. That, I think so that's. I guy, think that's what it comes down to. A guy comes in. He's got a ten and one record. He oh, he's wins a fight now. against somebody who's lesser known. They put him in the top he's ten. At and now that's more no, he's at twenty five. No, he's a featherweight now. Right. Hey, were you just scrolling through that? I just saw Sage Northcutt is ranked higher than you. I'm sure he is. That's pretty fucking amazing. You didn't see it's alphabetical order, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you call his ass out? Is he fighting at 55? I don't know. Where the hell? He's not here. Maybe he retired. I don't know. Well, he's not at 45. Um, no, I don't know where, where Northcott is fighting now. And this is taking too too long. This is it. We're, we're, we're having our thunder. Gilbert. Yeah. Gibbert. Good old. Can't believe they did that. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, he was one and four. After he lost to Edson, and I know that he was still in the top fifteen. And granted, you know he fought fucking. He fought Benson, Diego, Pettis. Eddie and Barboza, you know, uh, and and beat Diego. That's a legit lineup. Yeah. Um, but but to remain, and that's coming off of you know uh, a pretty long run as the uh, Strike Force champ and stuff like right. that. But still, he uh, he had. I don't even know. Like, look at how many fights the dude's got, and those are the ones that they count in here. Yeah. I mean, that's that's WEC. He's told, yeah, he's got twenty nine fights. You know, those other guys are, they got eight. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so I know he's a different story, but it's just you know, that name coming in is what initiated that yeah. ranking, and probably had a little bit to do with hanging on to it. I, yes. In addition to the fact that. Everybody that he fought was way up there as yeah. well. Yeah, but uh, I mean, losing's losing. Yeah, I shouldn't really bring up too much. Do we have any questions, Pat? Because I can't see for whatever reason they're not loading. 
I'm not seeing a ton of questions. Uh, Bill did confirm that Sage is at 155. Okay. Uh, Johnny Walk said that Kennedy should have won that fight by default. And he should uh, have. He agrees with you. Ira feels the same way about Romero, but no questions. No questions. Um, oh, there is one. Uh, oh. Daniel Espinosa wants to know, do you think Shevchenko will be the next women's flyweight champ? I guarantee that she will be. Brian Stockel wants to know what the beer of choice is tonight. The beer of choice, Stockel. Stockel tonight. Uh, Pat and I are drinking Killer Texans, which is uh, – I do – I do a 10-count of vodka <coughs> in the, the big cup with a can of Kill Cliff. I got to say, it is a spot. It's pretty delicious. It's, you know, can it's got that can of Kill Cliff. It's like a B vitamin recovery type yeah. stuff. It's got a little bit of that aspartame taste to it, but it goes well. It's pretty good. It goes well. Angel Contreras still wants to know who wins between Romero Rockhold, but we did say that Romero's I think that it was a unanimous uh -oh. decision for Romero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke's going to beat him. I don't think so. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know that. Not I hope that I so. want to see him win. Women's can't you stand him either. Why but no? Why not? Because they can't. <laughs> He talks he's too abrasive. much. He's abrasive. He's abrasive. He talks too much. <laughs> he thinks he's so good. Th this I is mean, he's good, but he thinks he's so good. I mean, and well, I don't like, like the. I don't like the. Oh, well, I don't even know why I'm fighting. I, I, I make more money modeling anyway. So fucking model. Good for you. You know, I'm a hand model. You don't hear me fucking. No. You don't hear me talking about it. Next time you look at the Sears catalog. Look a little closer. Those hands, you've seen them before. <laughs> <laughs> Making cockle bread. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you run, you, you make cockle bread? <laughs> it's, it's something that my wife and I do together. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> Bill wants to know, what do you think about Frank Trigg as a ref? Um, I haven't seen him ref yet. I, I really haven't seen like him do it, but I think it's I think it's good, honestly. Um, I think the trig knows knows the game pretty well. I I don't think that he's the type that's going to be biased, you know, uh, at all. And, and I, I think there are definitely some personality types in the sport that you'd have to worry about potential fuck-ups because of something like that, but I don't think that Trigg's that type. Um, th I think this is why Shevchenko is going to be the next champ right right here. Right. Another mismatch. Our, our champ is... I don't think our viewers can see that. I know I know they can't. Uh, that our champ... Uh, five and two? Yeah. Nico is, is five and two. Um, I don't even know what Shevchenko's record at the moment but uh 15 and 3 it's quite a That's quite a difference. a big difference um you know and uh she's fought she fought Holly Holm she fought Amanda she fought uh Juliana like 
she's 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 gonna own that division uh, when she gets her shot, and I think she should get her shot pretty much immediately now. It's gonna be tough not to, right? And it's a good time to give it to her. There's some hype behind her. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about how that fight went down. So yeah. <coughs> uh. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, it's it's the thing that sucks about it is that it's a very small. I mean, you have these very small pools of fighters at one fifteens and at one thirty fives. And then it's like, hey, let's throw in 145s. And it's like, hey, we only have four four women in the fight. <laughs> you know, like you really don't you don't have that many fighters to pull from. I mean, if you look at uh, if you look at Cyborg. Should I wait? Cyborg's next fight. You know, I mean, Cyborg's got 20 fights. Right there, uh, she's supposed to fight, right? Yeah. She's fighting another newcomer. Yeah. Uh, and again, got her. I can't even we, click on her. we got some terrible <laughs> matchmaking going on. I don't even, can I? Well, you got to, you know. But. Let me find her st her stats. How many are in the entire roster in that division now? Um, Four. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there are four. I mean, at least Yana's got, uh. She's got 13 fights, which is – that's good. But – But, but mean, there are – there are From where? Well, she just I don't, I don't know exactly. I'm not dealing – I'm not fucking searching all through this shit, bro. I'm trying to host a no, show. I'm, I'm just I'm saying – trying to be, produce. I'm just saying, like, looking from the outside, if I get interested and I'm saying – all right, we've got Chris Cyborg. She's a champ. She's yeah. been completely dominant. And I go on here and I see – a silhouette, a record, and no information about where it came from. Two, like how am two I silhouettes. Two yeah. There silhouettes. are four. Yeah. There are four women fighting well, at one forty-five. She's 145. not her. What's that? She's not fighting that one. Yana. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't think so. Yes, she is. Coyote is. Whisper has been fact checked. Inaccurate again. It's gonna be Anderson. And I mean, bow, bow. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd imagine at least if you pull up the fight card. Does I mean, does Anderson's Invicta oh, history come up on there so you'd at least see that? But Who's schedule. Who's it was there? What'd you say? So, looking at Anderson, does like does Invicta show up on there? Because if people are taking a peek, like there's four people in this division. As we take a look at potential opponents, we can't even see no. what they've done before. It gives the idea of that mismatch before we even start looking to it. And again, that's on. It's from a quick peek. It's short sighted. Yeah. When is that fight? March third. How about the UFC not even getting a picture for a fight that's going on March third? And I said I wasn't going to bash anybody tonight. <laughs> Come on. Come UFC on, Pat. Tech, get your Come shit on, together. Pat. Get your shit together. <laughs> uh. Maybe it's maybe they need photo rights and I buy that. You know? Possible. Well, yeah, they have to take pictures. They have to take pictures, post pictures. Um, so it's either they have to like they do those at fights, so they'd have to bring her out to a fight. And Perhaps she could come here because you 
basically have a professional I photography studio. You know what? We need basement. to we need to actually do some more basement photography. Yes, it feels good. It does feel good. And now that there's actually like floor space to do it, you know? It's pretty It's time. It is time. It's time for another it is shoot. time to take some some classy <coughs> some, some classy basement high key and low key photography. Yeah. Clothing um, optional. I was going to say, the entire time through there, every time I heard classy, I was expecting classy nudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else is fighting tomorrow? Uh, Circling back. Yeah. Come on, Dad. <laughs> Reel them in. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm you only talked about two of these fights. Um, Hunt's winning. Hunt's winning? I, I don't care. Regardless, I fucking love him. What other guys are on that card? Uh... I'm not gonna try to, b- bam, bam, <laughs> bam, bam, yeah, bam, bam, and to, uh, to Ivasa and Asker, uh, Matthews and that's a 55, right? Leech. Matthews a 55 pounder, right? That's 55, isn't 70s. it? 70s. Oh, 70s. Yeah. Thought he was 55s. Uh, you thought wrong, numb nuts. Guaranteed he was. <laughs> he went up. I'd, I'd like to fact check that. Fact yeah. check it. Go ahead. Click on him. <laughs> Click on him. You're such a pain in the butt. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. He's been nothing but wrong. All right. Tonight well, you know what? You need good. to do is you need to keep you need to keep the train rolling. Pat, do we have any questions? I don't know. I started doing the train thing. And yeah. I lost my lost my mind. Um. So yes, he was. Mitch, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even Booyah. Blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah. Does uh, so. Mitch coyote w- whisperer. Mitch wants to know: Does the latest round of steroid pops for Anderson ruin his legacy? Definitely. I see a lot of the greatest uh, of all so. times, and Anderson isn't mentioned anymore. It looks like a lot of fans have jumped off Anderson's bandwagon since he popped. But does that mean that all his accomplishments is null and void? <sighs> you know, I most definitely. It's it's really hard. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's really hard not to like. I was always a really big fan of his, and you just you just don't know. I I understand that there are certain things that might have caused him to, you know. I mean, the dude fucking broke his leg. Was that I fought at that fight. Two times in UFC history, somebody's done that, and I fought on both those cards. Corey Anderson? Corey Hill yeah. was the first Corey one? Hill. Corey Hill, not Anderson. Um, and that totally, I mean, that totally fucks with someone's, like, that's a legitimate legitimate break to, to break your tibia. Uh, kicking, and you're a kicker, you know? Um, so maybe... Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't use anything before that. Before that happened, he was. Ne- he never popped for anything before that happened. So, the, the so maybe good before that they, they weren't. But maybe he was clean. But it's still. I mean, you're fucking Anderson Silva. It shouldn't drive you to that. It nope. shouldn't drive you to like. I mean, nope. Fuck. It's ridiculous. It's a, and, and a big blemish to try to ignore. And it's the you same thing with it. your yeah. other sports, too, is you can look back and say, you know, did this athlete yeah. accomplish look at Roger up Clemens to this ruined point his in time? Yeah. fucking legacy coming back and getting popped. Yeah. Ruined it. And and you know what? The, the fact that how you know it's ruined, because we just said 
maybe he was clean. Yeah. If we talked about Matt Hughes, we wouldn't have said maybe he was clean. We would have said he's fucking clean. Yeah. Right? Regardless, because there was never a reason to question it. Yeah. Maybe he was clean, but maybe he wasn't. And that's always going to be his legacy now because of yeah. the one failed. It'll always be a maybe. It, it will be, and that's – it. it's just uh, – it's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel bad about it because, you know, whatever. So, so, Dude, so fucked Dia, up. Dia Webb wrote in, he was the champ when everyone was on peds, so it was a level playing that, field. You can't say I that. have to disagree you with that statement 100%. The problem that I have, you try it. Um, Everyone was not on peds. Fucking double IPA, with with brewed with Sauvignon Blanc grape juice. Sacré um, bleu. Sacré bleu. Um, Thanks. The thing is, is I, you know, I I don't. Uh, Come on, maybe everybody's on. Of course, you everyone's were cheating on. bastard. Of course, That's what yeah. Joe Rogan said. Yeah, come on, everybody, everybody, hundred percent, everybody except me. That's right. Everybody except me. I fucking hate that because that's like, all right, well, yeah, everybody except me. When these these are guys that say this, and multiple guys in their team get popped. A lot of it's about fucking culture, the culture of your gym, the culture of your team. So when somebody's sitting here saying, ah, well, everybody's on it, well, maybe maybe you are the one guy on your team or one of the, the handful of guys on your team that aren't doing it. I don't know anyone at AMA, and I sure as shit, at, at my place, that's fucking doing that. I wouldn't stand for it. I wouldn't allow one of my guys to fucking do it, especially now with my name on the fucking door. I gave people shit. Like, I can't stand. I can't stand booing. I, I fucking, <laughs> I hate it. Agreed. I gave people shit. You know, people that were training jujitsu at AMA for booing at, at a, like, you know, we don't need that. We don't need to fucking look like that. You know, you're, by, by representing the team like that, you're representing me as well as, you know, probably the most notable person on that team. Like, and now now with my name on the door, I'm not allowing somebody to fucking let alone act like a fucking asshole as a, as a spectator <laughs> wearing my fucking T-shirt. Like, I'm not please, letting one of my fucking fighters do it. who he associates with. Exactly. Oh, I'm not allowed to go. <laughs> Back when it was Planet Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> and you were drunk in the fucking corner. And I don't remember that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess I'm not allowed to go to any of his events. You're not. You're a dick. You can't <laughs> say that everyone was on peds, though. There's some fighters that you no. know were not on peds. No. Yeah. I didn't Knowing say you that. personally, I know you were not on peds. Joe, Joe Lozon, I don't believe was the ever problem, on peds. The problem right? is... is the problem is, is that you can't guarantee. You can't guarantee that somebody wasn't on something because there are multiple different things that you could be taking that are technically cheating. If you're taking diuretics, are you going to look shredded? Are you going to look huge? Are you going to fucking be explosive and all that stuff? No, but it's cheating. You know, it's there's no there's no fucking gray area about it. It's cheating. So how do you know that somebody that doesn't look intimidating, that doesn't look like fucking Romero, wasn't cheating? You can't just look at someone's body. You can't, but it's a pretty good indicator. It's a 
it's a the, in certain circumstances, it's. I mean, you've seen fighters that have the friggin' swollen, swollen organs like fucking Carl Weathers in the pre, in Predator, you know. And it's like, well, <laughs> pretty clearly that motherfucker is on the juice. Uh, but I, I just don't, I, I just don't like the, uh, you know, guessing. I mean, yes, we've seen it in other sports that. If the money's there, you know, it's easier to beat beat the things and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm of the type that's you know innocent until proven guilty with this shit. You have to be, and I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It's there. It's always been there. At least since I've been in the fucking sport, you know, and. It's been there for a long fucking time in athletics. It makes it makes it better for me knowing that I haven't fucking done anything. You know, every win is potentially a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. When you lose and, you know, Dan fucking lost to guy multiple guys that ended up getting popped. That sucks. It does suck. It really does. But. You know, I mean, any one of his wins could be over somebody that fucking could have gotten popped, yeah. too. You know, I mean, like, you have to you, you live to your own standards and you fight to your own standards. And you know what? There are fucking people that are going to cheat and there are people that are going to fucking be pieces of shit and 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 do stupid things and, and take advantage of people and take advantage of rule sets. It's about how you live your fucking life. You know, like I, I fight a certain way. I have no pro- I'm a huge fan of George St. Pierre. I would never fight the way that he does. Ever in my life. I would never fucking fight the way that he does. Because he fights conservatively just to win. Yeah, granted, he beat the shit out of fucking Bisping. But, like, when he was the king at 170s, it, he would do one move and train one move to do it perfectly in the fight and just take advantage of one thing and, you know, just smother guys. That's not what I was looking for. He All he wanted to do was pass guard and fucking, you know, and do shit. And there are guys that fucking get elated and jump up and down and fucking lose their shit by winning a fucking boring decision doing just enough to win. I, if, as long as they're not cheating, I don't care. As long as they're not breaking the rules, I don't care. You want to do that? Do that. That's up to you, man. And they're... Uh, there are certain guys who do it so well that I'm a fan of it. And there are guys who don't do it well and it fucking looks like shit. And I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not going to knock them. I can't, I can't knock them down for fucking fighting within the rule set. I have my own set of standards that I fight to. I have my my own set of standards that I live to, you know, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not going to fight in a certain way just to fucking outpoint somebody, but that's who I am. And I know that other people don't agree with that. I've I've been headbutted in fights. I've had my gloves grabbed. I've I, I I've had my shorts grabbed. I've I've had people cheat. I've had people grab the fence. It, you know, it happens. I was just telling the guys at the gym the other day, you have to fucking prepare for the things that might, you know, might happen that you are just weird. You know, or or like a referee missing something. I've been hitting the nuts plenty of times where the ref didn't see it. 
You know, I've cornered guys. Dan fucking Dan got blasted by fucking Damian Maya in the nuts to the point where he fucking buckled over. And I think it was Herb didn't fucking do anything about it. And next thing you know, Dan's getting fucking battered and, you know, dealing with that fucking finally brings his hands up. But that's just the way that it goes. It's a fucking fist fight. Some guys are going to cheat. Oh, well, fucking suck it up. I think that we have made some strides. Like when you Fuck. when you first <laughs> came into the UFC, it was easy to cheat because you're only getting tested at the fight. Mm-hmm. So you could yes. anybody could do it. It was not hard. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted and just be running clean the day of the fight. And they have made some strides that they do show up at your house randomly. It's mm-hmm. more difficult. Still not impossible. It'll never no. be impossible. As the tests get better, the cheaters are going to get yeah. better too. But it, it almost doesn't matter because there's going to be guys who take that moral high ground and say, hey, I'm not fucking doing it regardless. Yeah. And there's going to be guys that say, hey, it's I'm going to do whatever I have to to win. And they're going to cheat. Yeah. And that is the game. But I don't think that you can make the statement that, well, back in the day everybody was cheating. No. I don't, I don't think you can I either. So. And, and, you know, I mean – I I look at it, you know, I, I, I've always been a fan of fucking Gable. He's a crazy motherfucker. He produced some absolutely batshit fucking wrestling coaches. I had to, the opportunity to wrestle under one of them. But, you know, I mean, he said is he was like, I don't care if somebody is on steroids because it, it shows weakness. And I, you know, I kind of agree with that that statement. If you're if you're doing something like that it's because you're unsure it's because you don't believe that without it you can win so that's why you're doing it and that's that is a chink in the armor that is a weakness it might yeah okay you know it might produce it might produce better physical results in the end because it's fucking you're pharmaceutically enhanced i mean you look at ivan drago he was a lot bigger than fucking rocky Right. (laughs) (laughs) But but, you know, like it is it is a weakness. It is a fucking mental weakness to have to resort to that. So D, who kind of kicked this all off, came back and I think he's got a, a really good point here. He says so he admits that was a blanket statement, but Anderson still beat known cheaters like yes. Sonnen, yeah. Marquardt and Belfort. Mm-hmm. And he's got a point there. Yeah. He it, does, I mean, like that's the, that's what sucks about it. That's what really sucks about it is because he wasn't, you know, okay, so if he was doing steroids, what is steroids doing for you in in a fight? Steroids are not making you have better reaction time, and that's what made him so special. Yes. Is his quickness and his reflexes is what made him fucking Anderson Silva. It wasn't here's this fucking huge powerhouse Vitor Belfort <laughs> that comes out and has 30 seconds of fucking hell and fury, you know, that overwhelms guys and his traps connect to his fucking the upper part of his ear. Like it was it there were things about him that definitely were special without being in, enhanced. But it shows his character. And that's the problem. It shows his character 
and character flaws in that he was willing to do it repetitively. You know, not only just the first time, but fucking yes. multiple times. Like, like I said, you you fucking bust your shin bone, wrap it around somebody's fucking knee. That's gonna for somebody who kicks people for a living. That's gonna fucking mess with you mentally. And okay, maybe maybe you fucked up that first time. Maybe it caused something in your brain that you had that little bit of fear and weakness, and you need you felt like you needed it, and you and you fucked up. I'll give you that fuck up. I'll give it to you one time, <laughs> but it's not one time with with him. No, you know, uh, and that's that's the problem. Is it, it you you see his character and now you can't trust him, and you know, I just I just want to trust the dude. Yeah, but I mean, even on the one time, does that mean that we give up? A pass to everybody? No. Like, this guy's got an injury. He got popped. Of course not. That's not what I'm saying, you douche. I'm not saying. You fucking cocklebred. And I know that that's, you know, somebody at a different level, and I understand that you, know, you have oh, that boy. excellence, but you know, if we do paint it with a broader brush, we're taking a look at guy has a devastating injury. He's looking at a way to, to get himself healthier, faster, and he uses a little bit of help. I, but I mean, it you know, for me, it really taints things, and it does for me. And and when you were talking about Dan, I was when I was thinking about him going through that run, I'm like, gee, I, every single guy, it seemed like for an extended period of time, even though it wasn't every yeah. single, but I mean, a, a reasonable proportion of those people were getting popped, and I'm kind of thinking like, as a fan looking in, if, if you have a guy that that drops a few to cheaters like how are you not going to support that yeah. how are you not going to look at that and wash it away and it's difficult to do and we talked about it the other time about the the cormier fight it's difficult to watch somebody lose a fight and to completely mentally erase it yeah. because the other person was cheating going into it but it's like do, do you really have another option there, there yeah. has to be something else that evens it out you have to respect a guy that went in there clean and fought under the rules and everything was okay and and it's in everything you know you have yeah. cork bats and you have peds and in this sport and the other thing but it's it's difficult to to draw that line as far as like how much do we give them credit for yeah. you know do we give them credit for these five years where we were unsure and yeah. during these we know and, and we scrapped them and then what do we do to their opponents when we know they were cheating versus when they weren't it's difficult to sort it all out, and it's difficult to erase all the events as they took place due to those things. It's kind of just like, I guess at the end of the day, it's like, fuck you, stop cheating so that people that watch and observe and appreciate the athletes don't have to try to sort it all yeah. out. You shouldn't sort it all out. If, if right now I tell you, Mike, I'm going to give you a ride home, and I don't give you a ride home, I'm a fucking liar, and... <laughs> I didn't give you a ride home. You're a fucking liar, and you cheated, and everything you did in the past doesn't fucking matter because you're a liar. Done. Denied. <laughs> One time, your legacy's <laughs> fucking trash. <coughs> One time. Yeah. That's all it takes to declare your character into question, and that's what it is. It's a character thing. It is. It's, it's not totally an character. ability thing. It's a character it thing. It is a character thing. So you fucking cheat once, your yeah. whole legacy is done. I have and an off-audio <laughs> question I need to ask you. It's not with the ride. Was, it's, it was, it's with a certain Super Bowl party that we had in years past and how an individual might continue to trust you after that. 
Not sure I remember that, but I'm looking forward to the conversation. <laughs> Ira wants to know, how has USADA affected you personally, if at all? Has it made it harder, easier, or no change? They've woken my kids up at 6 o'clock in the morning a couple times. That kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, my kids get up early anyway, but um, it hasn't been – when you have a dad bod, you don't get tested as much as the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like, well, I mean, uh, the other thing, like, I also get the that. randomness, but I also get the fact that if somebody came in and they woke up Easton from a good night's sleep, that my wife would shoot them. Well, it's so, like that's it's not like, like when a, it's when it becomes it's, that intrusive. That's, it's, you know, they, they show up. They, they've showed up at like 630 in the morning, six, six, 15, I think was yeah. the earliest they after you know, after that, like dogs barking and fucking going, they started coming a little bit later. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've I've done it at the gym once or twice, uh, but usually they come here to the house. And and I want um, them to be there and to surprise people and stuff. Yeah, like it's that. not. But but is it going to be like that? It's like, oh yeah, you know, here's Jim Miller. Where you know, at however long it will take for him to clean himself up, we figured out that six thirty is going to work out to make that impossible, well, and that it could be. Eight when his kids are out of bed. No, well the the problem is not so much the early ones. Like, okay, it sucks. It's like, all right, well now the kids are awake and stuff like that. And, but you know, it's during the week, so it's school day anyway. It's when they come later that sucks. And I think I've talked about this, and I'm going to talk about it again. It's the one time that they came later. I had already taken my morning piss, and had coffee. So the next thing to come out of me is not piss. <laughs> So I, I've got I've got some dude, you know, and I'm like, shit, fucking chug, chug two cups of water, you know, trying to fucking make sure that I have to pee. And then it was it was like it was a solid three attempts that like I had to I had to fucking clinch off a of poop. I'm like, dude, I might I didn't think about that. Yeah, I was like, dude, I, mean, I might uncomfortable. I might have you to and for whoever they because once too, yeah. once they show up. Once they show up, somebody is in your presence, you know, like and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like one guy, you know, one guy will show up. But if it's the if it's the woman tester that shows up, she brings a, a, a male, you know, underling and uh, and then he hangs around you and, you know, can't leave your sight. I love the idea of you dropping a deuce. I was to me. On I, the was, phone I was the guy. This, yeah, you exactly. Every time. On your Packers. Every time he well, they don't hold the cup for you, but they well, have to I would have been shitting and told him hold the cup in front of my weenie. I so can I hold the cup. the cup. I can hold the cup. <laughs> I mean, he might have to hold the cup because at that point, if you know, I'd have to reach out kind of far in front of me, you know, when I throw it out in front, like <laughs> so they can see the pee actually throwing your poop. I'm what are say, you throwing? No, out I'm saying that my my hog you. is that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't get that gene pool no, either. But. I didn't get that either. <laughs> Damn Irish. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, but yeah, though, that was like, it, they were here. Then that time they were here for like a good 45 minutes to an hour where I was just fucking chugging water. I think I ended up drinking like a half a gallon of water, trying to make sure that pee had to come out more than poop. And it was difficult because yeah, like yeah, I had yeah. a full cup of coffee. So it's like, if I have that cup of coffee, man. I don't have much time. The trains right. are coming. Like, like that's if they showed up here at like nine o'clock at night. As soon as I walk down to the basement and they knock on the door, it's like the next thing that comes out of me is poop. 
<laughs> like <laughs> for whatever reason I walk downstairs to like you know do anything at night and within 35 seconds I have to take shit so you all missed weight he uh he weighed in at 188.3 what that's what Derek says I didn't even and hear about that I trust Who missed Derek. weight you all wow what a dick wow. what a dick so now that's a non-title. Bang. Just like and that. there you go. One of those things we're looking <laughs> at, and like you <laughs> don't have the PED where people automatically jump on it, but you have these other things in there. And <laughs> Fight still going on? I don't know. We got to ask Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, help He's us. Got out. it all yeah. down. I'd have to. I'd have to do a little, a little Google search. There's a fight off. Heart rate variance. I didn't. He's got UFC. Okay. <laughs> Randall says two hours to lose it. That's right. They're in Australia, so it's like way. So he's got two hours. Should be able to get. Wait, done. is it like happening like right this second? I, I can aren't they ahead of us? Zones, yeah, it's 2019. Isn't well, the? Is yeah. It, no. No. Well. <laughs> he. Is the D fight said, on? D says he missed on the first attempt. Oh, okay. But he has two hours D. to make it again? Oh. But it's sure already been. They're this ahead is, of us. This is so, I, that's what I'm trying to say. It is the fight on, like, so we're in the East Coast in in the United States. <laughs> For any of our international <laughs> listeners, <laughs> apparently we're pretty big in Vietnam. That's true. Uh, <laughs> we've got, like, 6% of our downloads are from Vietnam, believe it or not. Um, and I'd like to do a podcast from over there. I really? would. I would love to go seriously. Over there. Um. <laughs> Coming next weekend. <laughs> That's like we love you long time. <laughs> I want to eat their cuisine. Uh, so do I. Uh, so circle back. Circle back. Circle back. So is the fight? Uh, he gets another chance to weigh in. Well, one. That's that's so s fucked up. Whoa! It's fucked up because like. From the get-go with the new weigh-ins, it was like, all right, what happens with the weigh-ins if you, if you come in overweight? Oh, well, that's it. You're done. Then, conveniently, when uh, Cormier missed weight, it was, oh, well, he's got two hours. You know, he gets another, or he gets another chance, another chance to weigh in. When originally it was like, if you step on that official scale and you are overweight, you are overweight. There are no second chances. I hate to sound negative, but it's kind of like, here's our strict standards and we're going to abide by these rules and there's no flexibility. And then it was. That's going to cost yeah. us money. Let's figure yeah. out. And then it was because it was in New York and it was like, eh, you know, and New York is. Shitty. Corrupt. Um. <sighs> I wish I need to. I need to do some research. I need to keep clicking away. But um, yeah, no, I'm a little confused because I thought the fight. I thought the fights went on tomorrow night here, which means that they would be on like technically on Sunday, right? I don't fucking know. He gave me a really strong beer. <laughs> Eight and a half. It's not that bad. Um, well, that sucks. 
anything else? Did they, did they say anything else? No. Uh, or are our our team? This is our team. We have a we have a team of uh, journalists that work for us. Yes. Uh, so if they ever come to New Jersey, well, I'll give them some beers and some wine. Yes. And uh, and maybe some of my my uh, my shriveled plum brandy. Crusty plum. Crusty plum. I had this whole idea made up for th- this is another tangent for my 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 plum brandy. Um, I was going to I was I was going to get a vasectomy, and I was going to make a. Well, no, listen, listen. <laughs> this is how this is how you celebrate a vasectomy. Okay. I remember. So the I make build up to this. I make I make plum brandy. Uh, hey, Mr. Revenue Man, I don't fucking make the brandy, okay? I take I take E and J fucking cheap brandy, and I turn it into something special. Um, so I like steep brandy in in plums and cloves and cinnamon and stuff like that. Uh, <coughs> so I was gonna make this. I was gonna celebrate my vasectomy <laughs> by making Jimmy Redbeard's. Crusty Plum Brandy. And I had this whole thing planned. <laughs> like I was going to make a label. It's like uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Jimmy Redbeard had his uh, low-hanging fruit sterilized. <laughs> so I could, you know, because every time I do it, I cut the plums in half and I pull the pit out. So I was just going to leave two, two of the halves of the plums in each bottle. And uh, I had this whole thing written out. And then... And then my wife got her tubes tied because we got pregnant with Sawyer. So dodge that bullet. There it is. That's the hard-hitting facts that mm-hmm. the fans want to know. That's what they want to know. They want this insider information that <laughs> that nobody else gets. And that's what we give them here. We that's nailed we it. Them here. We did. We did. We, we pretty much kept it almost all on MMA. It was not easy. It wasn't. <laughs> Plums and whatnot. <laughs> Fucking the plum brandy's the shit, dude. Yeah, I've got some of the original stuff in the back there. Mm, pretty much all on MMA. It's plum pretty brandy, much. cockle bread. Cockle bread. <laughs> cockle bread is fucking <laughs> awesome. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna pan over to these guys, and I'm gonna go with some of that plum brandy, and I'm gonna make them drink it on camera. Stuff's like a couple years old. It's all on you guys. Keep I, talking. I remember when you, sure were, when you were setting up that event. Make sure there's no botulism in there. Make it all happen. <laughs> Sounds trustworthy to me. I'm not. It's got to be completely I'm not so sure. legitimate. I'm not so sure I want to be a part of this. So, uh, Bill asked, with all that said, does where does it leave DC? Is DC at the top of the food chain? I think he is. And uh, unfortunately, I think that his legacy is tarnished because of Jones. But you got to say that DC is the best 205 pounder. 206.2 pounder. Yes. You have to. <laughs> you got to say. That's uh, yeah, you have that, that factored into the. Jones is wiped too. out. He cheated. He, he cheated several out. times. I don't want that. Y- you do want it. No, I don't. Not if you're driving D's home. Oh, God. There can't be botulism, man, because it's fucking yeah, alcohol. And I it's agree like, with you that you. That it's you over. It's over the sterilization percentage. But do, but do people I like. Cormier off as well. I think. Because it's fucking brandy and cheating. simple syrup. What's that? He never got caught cheating. Cinnamon. The Whoa. towel thing. The towel thing. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's at, uh, at a different level, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, you miss weight. That 
You that hang on to a towel to get you off. That's cheating. Yeah, that was he that cheated. was cheating. That was he cheating. Everybody cheated. knows it, and then we disregard it. And like, ah, whatever. No, it's fucking bullshit. It was cheating. Yes, fucking it was bad. Fucking bullshit. Is that a dead mouse in the bottom of that thing? That's a crusty plum. You're eating a plum. Oh my god. Mmm. Mmm. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Come in here and drink my fucking plum juice. <laughs> Do it. Ooh. I want you to eat my plums. These. I want you to eat one of my crusty plums. <laughs> drink my cockle bread. <laughs> yeah, thank you everybody good for tuning stuff. in tonight. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to be like, what is cockle bread? It's good <laughs> it's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I found on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Is he going to do it? This is like, this is, I, I'm pretty sure this is like a couple, like six years old at least. It is. It's actually pretty good. Imagine, imagine, that's like, uh, imagine we're, we're coyote hunting or something. Sitting around a campfire. Single dogs that only approach one at a time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they you will. know those coyotes, those those I guess, l- those lone I'm wolves. <laughs> the lone wolves <laughs> of the, the coyote hunt. We're gonna call in a pack. We're gonna call in a pack of yeah. lone wolf oh, coyotes. My Andrew and I believe a guy that you used to train with that uh that works with him mm-hmm. went out mm-hmm. on the state land and and called them in. They said they had a, a decent group came in. A decent group of bachelors. Would you say it was a pack or a group? Or like a group, a group of solo I'm going to say that it's uh, it's just a uh, uh, maybe a, a flash mob. Yeah. It's probably what There were multiple, and they came in, but the out in that. Did they appear to field. know each other? <laughs> they had uh, was there the a grass pre-existing was a little they bit sniff each other's asses. <laughs> like, that's what usually what dogs do. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that information. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to ask a question again so I can get more details. Don't come uh, in here with half the facts. Seriously, Michael. that is yeah. bullshit. Come on. I, know, I know they went out. They drove. This they took is an the, educational program. They took the side by side out, walked the rest of the way into the state fields. They had some lights. They, they had took a the call. they took the side by side into the state fields. What's that? No, that only goes down a, a certain way. Come they on. Walked out into Where's the state the fun fields. Of that? <laughs> And then, although those trails go everywhere, yeah. like right down, right down past our stand there, you can mm-hmm. take those things for miles. And yeah, they went in, called them, they came in, heard them in a, a certain spot, but the grass in the fields was pretty tall, so they couldn't see. Just start uh, sound shooting. <laughs> Test pops. Yeah, little desk pop. Blah blah. <laughs> So I moved over to another area called. They came in. It's just kind of came in somewhat close, but never got a shot. Yeah. Mm. No, no good visual. We'll get some. So, we'll, uh, yeah, maybe go back out. We need to try to get it down to down to Frank's. Oh, yeah. What's the season on them now? It's over now. Right? No, March. Oh, yeah. It March. Goes, March. Yeah. Yeah. You can let's, let's get one done. That was like fun. Um, and. That's uh, yeah. I think that's where we're gonna call it because I really got to go so take a leak. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, have a good night. Catch us next time. See you next week. Peace.
tuning into the Jim Miller Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so that we can keep bringing you more. Also, check out JimMillerMMA.com to stay up to date with everything that's going on. Thanks. Thanks.